and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. We taped Discover Lafayette with the support of Raider, a managed IT service provider that offers world-class service, including cybersecurity, communications, and technology support. With Raider, you have just one vendor and one number to call, allowing you to concentrate on what is most important your business. For more information, visit RaiderSolutions.com. Our guest today is Heidi McDonald of Foodies of Lafayette. Foodies of Lafayette is a local group Heidi founded in 2019 that supports local restaurants while cultivating a positive experience for its members. It is promoted to almost 50,000 followers via its Facebook page, where local restaurants can post daily and weekly specials, members can post queries about eating establishments, learn where to source ingredients, and share recipes or photos of their kitchen creations. Foodies of Lafayette's Facebook page is not a food critique page, and they do not allow negativity or bad reviews. It's a positive place. There's no advertising, politics, drama, or anything else complicating it. And I think we can all say hallelujah (laughs) to that. Jason Stoner, who was unable to be with us today, joined the group in January 2020 and was appointed moderator shortly thereafter. His contributions to the page have been significant. Jason and Steven's Sunday dinners are over the top, and they currently host different Foodies of Lafayette members once a month. They never repeat a Sunday dinner. Much planning and passion from the atmosphere, playlist, table, and food prove their love for entertaining guests through a fabulous dining experience. And Jason assists with the day-to-day operations of the page and planning Foodies of Lafayette events. I'm going to let Heidi McDonald share what sparked her vision for Foodies of Lafayette, what she does in her day job, and honestly, Heidi, anything else you'd like to talk about. I'm excited to have you here because you have a passion for helping others. Welcome to Discover Lafayette. Thank you, Jan. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We met um, doing something I had never done before. We were um, guest judges at the the Wings Contest uh, recently. Wings Wars. Wings Wars. And I— can I share two secrets? Sure. Never never judged wings, and I had never eaten wings. Ex- never? No, not like that. Not oh, wow. like, you know, maybe the part of a wing, like a, <laughs> a ch- part of a baked chicken, but not sure. like fried, sauteed, all the different things they did. It was so much fun. And it was a great intro. You did it the right yeah, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you, you and Jason really befriended me, and we were out there. It was hot as heck. Eating hot chicken wings. Absolutely. Yep. Louisiana summer, always I know. exciting. I know. So I had heard about Foodies of Lafayette, but hadn't met you two before that that um, Saturday. And I wanted to let you share your story because you're all about the positivity, about uplifting our local establishments. Right. And um, I thought we can understand your story better if we get to know your background and what led you sure. to doing something like this to help others. Well, um, this really is a passion project, if I'm honest. Um, in my real life, I'm a private client advisor for J.P. Morgan Securities. I do investments. And um, I just happen to love food a, a whole lot. <laughs> and you're I so might be fan. a little obsessed. You were so um, fan. It's like amazing. <laughs> I, I eat everything. I just don't eat a lot of it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but 
I really do love food. Um, from the time I was a baby, really, my grandparents were very much foodies and they introduced me to eating well. My grandmother always used to say that uh, life's too short to drink bad wine and it only costs a little more to go first class. And I think both of those things are very, very true. Yeah. You know, if we were going to go for shrimp ramelade, we were driving out uh, to Jefferson Island because that's where you go for the best shrimp mm. ramelade. And mm -hmm. if it was steaks, then then we were going to Kaplan to eat at Bear Steakhouse or to Stroud's. And, right. you know, just the idea of wherever the best of what you're looking for is, that's where you go to get it. And it might not be in a five-star restaurant. Sometimes mm -hmm. it is, but, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's not. It just depends on what you're looking for. And um, and they really instilled in me that quality doesn't necessarily equate to price, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important because from a food standpoint, we have a tendency to associate that. You know, a five-star restaurant is, is quality, and if it's not that, then it's not quality. And, and that's just not true. Um, and so I've kind of evolved those ideals from my grandparents um, into this, this, this idea that, that foodies do it better, I guess. I, mm -hmm. I say that a lot. Um, now I've kind of got Jason saying it too. Um, but it's, it's just this idea that if you put a little attention to detail and, and a little bit of extra love and quality mm -hmm. and passion into something, then it's going to be better, and that can mm -hmm. be anywhere. Right. Um, and so our first evolution of this snowball, you know, I started our group. I started the group thinking it would be a, a couple friends would join me, mm -hmm. and I would tell them where I was eating lunch and that it was good, and they should go check it out, and hopefully the business that had the good food and the good service would get enough business that they could stay in business. And uh, and that worked. What and was the one restaurant? I, I don't have my notes in front of me, but well, there was one restaurant in particular it that, was. that sparked it's this passion. Fuji Sushi. Um, and they are actually the winners of our inaugural Culinary Excellence Award. That was the first graduation from the Facebook group. Um, is We snowballed to almost 50,000 people in an annual Culinary Excellence Award. Wow. And, and so I want it to really be a way that we can recognize the restaurants in our area mm -hmm. that they might not win a popularity contest and they might not win a, a, a Michelin award, but it doesn't mean that they aren't amazing and that they don't deserve to be recognized. You know, they they provide quality to our area mm -hmm. and, you know, they make it a better place to be. They, they help bring tourism and that brings money to the rest right. of our community. I mean, it's just good for everybody. And so if we can support them, mm -hmm. they can in turn support us. And so the Excellence Award we'll do every yeah. year now. And um, I think I had read that Fuji's you thought was really good, but people just didn't know about it. Exactly, exactly. So a lot of these deeper, places don't advertise. Yeah, but this is deeper than what you know? you're talking about. I mean, you're talking about the the mom and pops, the people Absolutely. behind these behind these restaurants. It's such oh, a difficult endeavor to open and stay open. Sure. Well, yeah. you know, a lot of these places don't have a budget for advertising. And so how do you get the word out that you have a good restaurant, that you have good food, good quality? As a consumer, I don't want to be advertised to. I mute the commercials on TV. I'm not trying to hear that. Uh, and the, the the businesses can't afford to advertise as a general rule anyway. Right. So if right. we're not listening and they can't afford it, it seems like a waste of everybody's time and energy. Mm -hmm. So. How do we solve that problem? 
And it just seems to me like having an honest conversation is the way to do that. Because mm-hmm. I want to know where all the good food is. And I think other people do, too. Mm-hmm. And, and You don't want to know where the worst nachos are. Yeah, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So somebody had a bad day. <laughs> they had a bad day. I have bad days all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't ever want to discourage anybody from trying something that they might like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody deserves a fair shot. I want to know where all the good food is. So tell me where all the good food is. If I like it, great. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to tell you about it too. Mm -hmm. And if I don't like it, then, you know, maybe it was just a bad day. I'll give it a second chance. But I'm not going to discourage somebody else when that might be their new favorite thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have different tastes. So 50,000 followers. I know you said it's growing and it seems like exponentially it's it's growing. How did you get traction if you thought it was just going to be you and a couple of friends sharing fun restaurants? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, if I'm really honest, I think it's the making people be nice part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it Talk sounds, about that. I mean, it just sounds so silly and simple, but when I started tossing around the idea of this group with my husband early on, that was really one of the stumbling blocks was people can be negative and how do you how do you avoid that and and how do you you know, move beyond that to achieve what you're looking for. Um, And it just seemed to me like that was the easiest way to do it was to say just black and white, we're Mm -hmm. not going to do that here. It's all about the food. And food's a positive thing. Food brings people together. And it's just not necessary for there to be a negative Mm -hmm. component there. I don't, we don't need to know where all the bad places are. Mm -hmm. If nobody's talking about it, then we're not going to go and we don't have to experience it. But if everybody's talking about it, then there must be a good reason. Let's Mm -hmm. go check that out. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of nice sites where people are nice, but they don't get 50,000 followers. So are you, like your graphics, how you talk, how you promote, how you encourage others to contribute, was that— it's oh. real. It's organic and it it's was real. Organic. And there's no advertising at all. Mm. There, it's not a popularity contest. Um, so I guess maybe one way to explain it would be, for example, the award committee. Um, I didn't know any of them. They were all strangers to me, just like Jason, my moderator. Mm. Um, he, he was a stranger to me. I met, he joined the group and I watched how he interacted and Mm -hmm. he understood what it was about without me having to tell him or ask. And um, he participated in a very organic way that was very on brand with where I wanted to go with the group. Mm -hmm. And and so that's kind of where I went with the committee was to look out across the group, you know, who's who's been the most involved and who's been there early, since early on and who really gets that concept because ultimately it's people care about this. I, I care about this. Other people care about this. Let's present the information that we care about in a meaningful way mm-hmm. and let's eliminate anything that's not. Uh, and then we're just getting what we want out of it. Right. And we don't have to sift through a bunch of nonsense. And it's not a bunch of opinions and it's not a bunch of politics and it's not anything other than just real. And mm-hmm. surprisingly enough, one of the things that's happened is friendships have been made. You know, there's tons and tons of people are making friends. 
And I think part of that is because they're able to. We're, you know, there's not a bunch of nonsense in the way. Mm -hmm. So people are having real conversations about food that evolve into real conversations about other things, and they're making real connections. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of given us the spark for what the next evolution is going to be, which I didn't tell you about. Okay. That's kind of a little bit of a surprise, I guess. What's coming up? Um, Yeah. We're going to be launching a a product line, actually. What? Um, Who's we? Well, Jason and I. Jason Stoner. Yep. yep. Shout out. That absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I couldn't do any of this without him, him at this point. It's just he he's just he's a force to be reckoned with for he's sure. So giving. And uh absolutely. Yeah. Um so what so, type of things would you be offering? Well, you know, <laughs> One of the things we want to be able to do is identify each other. That's one of the cool things that's come out of this group is, you know, we're out at restaurants and people are starting to recognize fellow foodies that Mm -hmm. they know and have a conversation and have lunch together. And it's been really, really great. So how do we do that in a bigger way? Ambassadors can be identified by what they're wearing. Right, right. Or even just group members, you Mm -hmm. know, if we're out at Festival International, if we're out at Downtown Alive, if we're out wherever, if I've got a hat or a t-shirt or a backpack or a koozie or something that says, foodie on it Mm -hmm. or that has an image on it that's recognizable, then I can easily identify, hey, those are my people right there. I know. I've got something in common with them. Um, And which food truck would you pick first? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Hey, which booths have you Mm -hmm. been to? Where's the best food? Uh And you automatically know you've got this built-in network. Um, And the other thing, too, is I've had a lot of our restaurant owners and a lot of our members ask, how can they give back and how can they help us support each other? Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't really have a way to do that um, other than driving business there. And so that's one of the things that we'll be able to do with the product line is say a percentage of every product is going to be going into a donor-advised fund that we can then turn around and give back to these business owners. So the business owners that are doing really, really well and are wanting to give back, they can go buy T-shirts and koozies and whatever and Mm -hmm. support the other business owners. Right. Or the foodies in our area that want to support, they have a way to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not a charity case. You know, it's not about that. It's it's just, hey, here's who I am. I'm Mm -hmm. a foodie. I'm a little obsessed. I love it a lot. (laughs) Um, And I want to know everybody else that does, too. Mm -hmm. Tell me all the secrets, and here's a really easy way for me to identify who you are and how to get that. I know you're an advisor. Um, Do you have an LLC? Is it Foodies of Lafayette LLC? Have y'all gone that far? So so it has not gone live yet, Mm -hmm. so don't go check it out right this second. We're uh, we're shooting for the end of the month, actually. For Um, a website? But are y'all Foodies making a Lafayette.com. So, but a separate company? Are you and Jason? Be. It will be. Making a, a company. It is. This is exciting. It, it is. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very well, um, I'm curious who, before, I've got a few other questions. Who are the restaurants of the year that have been honored? So this year's the first year. Um, oh, so the Fuji. So Fuji okay. is the okay. inaugural one. I didn't know if y'all had done one. that before. Um, we announced it. My timing was terrible. That was absolutely my fault. Um, Somehow I managed to schedule their award dinner right when they were going on vacation. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I've kind of had to um, 
rethink how that works and not do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, we've got their award dinner. We've got a really great sign that we're going to put out by the road so everybody in town can see that it's them that has won this fantastic mm-hmm. award and that, you know, they really do deserve to be recognized. I'm going to have to go. I've, and, I've never uh, eaten there. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Go. Where is it? Wonderful. On Johnson Street uh, in the Fiesta Village Shopping Center. Oh, is that where Peking Garden used to be? Yes, Okay, we always, we'll have to go try it because we went there for every yeah, birthday. it's tucked right yeah. around there. You you can't even see it from the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but the little but koi, once the you go pond, once, yeah. you're going to be, you're going to go forever uh-huh. after. You're going to be sold for Good. life. They're amazing. Good. They really yeah. are. Uh-huh. Um, and we're going to be throwing them a party in the fall. So stay tuned for that, I'll say. <laughs> um, it will be a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. So foodies that are interested in participating and support of them mm-hmm. can do that. Um, and it'll be a way that we can bring <laughs> more people in yeah. to a place that can't necessarily hold that many. We're going to do a parking lot party and that's make it possible. Nice. Yeah, and that's so convenient in the middle of town. I'm laughing. As I said, we used to go for birthdays always to Peking Garden for the girls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you walk over the little pond and you can drop your mm-hmm. pennies. And then Kelly was five, four or five, and it was her birthday in January. And so they always bring out cake if they know. Well, I guess they'd run out. Well, they brought out um, pumpkin pie for a four-year-old. <laughs> Oh and we were like, thank you so much. <laughs> the meal had been perfect. Awesome. It didn't really matter. We had cake yeah. at home, but I was like, yum, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was from like a month ago, like in the freezer. They probably right. pulled it out and just, you know. But I was so thinking family memories, though, Absolutely. revolve around food. I Absolutely. Mean, you know, Especially we, in our area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. all about the food here. Yeah. Well, I've heard anecdotally that Lafayette has more locally owned restaurants, mom and pops, than mm-hmm. other jurisdictions, you know, based on our population. We've been losing some iconic restaurants. Yeah. And, you know, Cafe V, we just learned about BJ's. I know Luna hadn't been here long, but mm-hmm. it's a classic from Lake Charles. It didn't make it. So many other places I'm probably not thinking of, but we need to support Absolutely. our local restaurateurs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many restaurants we have here in oh, our goodness. parish? Oh, goodness, no. Honestly, I think that would be a really hard number to track because there's so many that are constantly coming and going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in the thousands. Isn't that amazing? We're not that big. <laughs> no, it's incredible. 250,000 people in this we parish. we some really great food here. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you what your favorite type of food is? I know you don't want to pick a restaurant. <laughs> All of it. Anything that doesn't crawl off of my plate before I can eat it. <laughs> well, fish or chicken? Ooh. I guess chicken just because of the sheer variety of ways it can mm-hmm. be prepared. Mm-hmm. Vegan or full-out steaks? Oh, no, steak all the way. <laughs> <laughs> steak all the way. Yeah. And any you, you also talk about places people can shop. Oh, people definitely. People post their own concoctions from their kitchen. Sure. So if you want to touch on that, this isn't just about restaurant reviews. Oh, gosh, no. Um, Anywhere you can source local ingredients, uh, local farms, the produce markets, farmers markets, Mm -hmm. um, anybody that does cakes in their home kitchen that's proud of the cookies they made for their little girl's birthday party. Uh, It really, it's anything Mm -hmm. food-related. Absolutely anything food-related. Food is what brings us together. And 
we're not always looking for a good restaurant. Sometimes I'm looking for artichoke bottoms that I need for a recipe, and those are sometimes hard to find. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you there's somebody else in this town that knows where they are. Mm -hmm. There's no reason I should go without if somebody has that secret. Exactly, I know. Tell me that secret and give Mm -hmm. me a recipe while you're Mm -hmm. at it. You're a foodie. Are you a chef? Ooh, I wouldn't say chef. I would definitely say I am an apprentice to anyone who wants to teach me anything. I Gordon, love to cook. Gordon Ramsay? Can you imagine going before Gordon Ramsay? Oh, that'd be incredible. I know. That'd Just to incredible. learn from the best, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. So people can go to your Facebook page, yes. Foodies of Lafayette. Absolutely. The website will be up hopefully, in the near future. Hopefully, fingers crossed, by August right. 1st. That's right. the goal. Okay. Okay. Well, Jason Sikora is in here taping us, and I see he's been writing notes and (laughs) giggling, laughing. I've got a whole paragraph here. I mean, um, first of all, thank you for being here. Fantastic. Um, All right. So, yeah, during this podcast while recording, I've already liked Foodies of Lafayette on the Facebook page. (laughs) Thank you. Funny enough, I had 23 friends who liked it. Nobody ever told me about this. So, Hmm. everybody listening right now, just grab your phone. Foodies of Lafayette was easy to find, like the page. Um, and Discover Lafayette. Well, of course, yeah, Discover Lafayette. I mean, <laughs> you should have liked that already. Right. Um, so 50,000 people, are those mostly local? Uh, most this, of them, yes, but worldwide. Okay. So let's say, because that, that'd be a, a, quite a following of just people in Lafayette. So there must be some outside. Well, I There saw- is, but it's definitely a majority of Cadiana. Yeah. But people, when traveling, I've seen notes mm-hmm. on there. They'll say, where should I go for this? We're here for oh, a couple absolutely. of days. So, yeah, it's we a resource. We all travel. We want to know where all the good food's at, wherever well, you're at. And, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, one of my questions, though, was what is the hardest part of running a successful Facebook page? What's been the biggest challenge that you didn't see in front of you? Mm, how many people were mean and ugly for no reason? Oh. That was such a shock. Um, so the moderation of it, yeah. Gosh, yes. I mean, that's I guess— That's a lot of time, too, I to guess monitor that. It is, a, it is a ton of time. That's why I've got—there's got, four moderators now. Thank goodness for all of them. Um, I, it was really surprising to me. I had people threaten my kids what? Over, wow. over food, um, and that, that was truly shocking. Um, I will say that my— solution to that was really just to do a really honest introduction to the group again because there's so many people now it's not just my friends Mm -hmm. there's people that don't know me and they don't know what I'm about or what the group's about and I guess it's easy to get the wrong idea if you don't know the truth and you don't know the background Um, and so I just kind of addressed that in a post and Mm. and said you know here's who I am and here's what the page is about and thanks for being here um Please keep it positive, and please don't threaten my kids. Um, and it worked. Uh, that was almost a year ago. I'm knock on wood here. Um, everybody's been pretty well behaved since then, so yeah. thanks to everybody. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Remember the days, though, like if you said to somebody, your mother wears cowboy boots. Not cowboy boots, army boots. Yes. I mean, your mother wears army boots. That was, you know, a joke of an insult. Yeah. But today, people calling you names, yeah. cursing at you. Yeah, you it's know, rough. Cursing it at other people when you're like, I'm just here minding my own yeah, business. and it's so unnecessary. Yeah, especially over food. Yeah. I, I mean. It's that general level of respect, I think, 
is not observed in social media. No, it's no, not. It's so invisible. sad. Yeah. It's so sad. So do you, are you on other social media platforms or do you have plans to like maybe a YouTube page or Twitter or some of these other ones out I'll there? I'll be honest with you. I'm just really not very high tech. Okay. <laughs> um, I did Facebook because that's the only social media that I use. Okay. Um, I've gotten a lot of requests for Instagram. So mm -hmm. I think I'm probably going to try to figure out how to branch out a little bit and do that. Um, if anybody's got any tips on how to do that, I'm sure there's an easy way if you're a techie. Yeah. Um, I'll work on that. Well, um, you, you can tie your Instagram and your Facebook together. You see? It's, see? it's, it's both under the same Tech company. Tech secrets. So, That's yeah. what I yep. need. Yeah. That's what I need. Good deal. Uh, let's see what else do I have. Okay. Any restaurants that have gone away that you would like to see come back? Oh, man. Even, even if just for a weekend. Oh, my gosh. That is such a long list. Oh, <laughs> Right off the top of my head, uh, Hunan City, Canton City Inn, Strouds for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Gosh, it's new, but God, I want Cafe V back already. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, yeah. there's such, we've had such amazing mm -hmm. restaurants in our area. I mm -hmm. mean, we've been so blessed. Everybody talks about New Orleans, and I get it. Don't, New Orleans is an amazing culinary landscape. It really is. And they have got the corner on the market in terms of training up new chefs in five-star restaurants and things, but mm -hmm. man, when it comes to true home-cooked food, you can go to a gas station, the corner store, you can go to the grocery store, you can, anywhere, it's here. It's all about yeah. Acadiana. We have the corner on the market here on good food for oh, yeah. sure. I've noticed some of the gas stations, it's no longer like it's a incredible. quick stop. It's like meat markets now. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's where you go for the good stuff. Which makes sense. Yes. If you're getting gas, grab a steak. I mean, why not? <laughs> Have you met um, the gas station gourmet, Al Bear? from Channel 15. I have not been lucky oh enough goodness. to meet him in real life, We're but gonna I, get know you guys. On, I know him on Facebook. We're gonna He's get pretty you awesome. <laughs> yeah, he is so into gas station food. Might yeah. be some synergy in there, maybe? I think there's a lot of synergy. Oh yeah. my gosh, yes. Yeah. Quality. It can yeah. be found at a gas station. And you know what? As a matter of fact, one of the most surprising places I have found quality in this town is right around the corner at the hospital. Next time, oh, time y'all are looking too. for good food, go hit up the hospital cafeteria. I'm telling you, when they bring it to your room, you get the patient version. They can't season it. But mm -hmm. if you go eat in the cafeteria, I've it's incredible. That. What's the best thing? Like, what do you like? Oh, man. Uh, probably their crawfish etouffee. Ooh. I, I was man. shocked. I was thinking green beans and mashed potatoes. I, it, was, it is good. Mm -hmm. Everything they have is good. Mm -hmm. Really, really good. That's Shockingly good. Well, Jason, Only right in Acadiana. Well, it's funny you said that because, yeah, one of the guys in our, in our security team asked me last week, hey, you want to go to the hospital and get lunch? <laughs> Absolutely. I looked, I looked at him kind of weird. He goes, no, man, it's amazing. And like, their prices are fantastic. Yeah. Their really? breakfast is great. Their lunch is great. Definitely go check it out. Hmm. Stop grocery shopping and just eat at the hospital. That's it. <laughs> Quality in the most amazing places, You would have never thought to go to a hospital for lunch. No. But I, it makes makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Stick around. I'll teach you yeah, all, all right. the secrets. No, I'm 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 hip to learn them. Maybe next year's award winning restaurant. Yeah, yeah maybe. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, in in my mind right now, you're a food expert, right? Even though you don't see yourself as a food expert, but in in your experience, um, what do you look for in a restaurant that's like, all right, this place is going to be good, or maybe even more important, red flags? And I'm thinking about the person driving through town and they're just going to make a pit stop or coming in for a night, what are some red flags? Like avoid these restaurants because of this or definitely go check out these restaurants because of this. Ooh. It's a tough question, and maybe that it's tough to tough answer. That is a tough one. Um, 
You're talking I, about lighting and things? Well, like I, so, well in L.A., it's easy because um, in Los Angeles because you have the health code right up front on the front window, an A, B, C, D, or E. Well, if it's oh. E, you're probably put – so, like, that's the first thing you look for. Mm-hmm. Um, if, they're, if they don't speak English, it's probably a good sign, right? You know the food's going to be good because it's right. going to be authentic. Right. I'm just wondering if there's anything like that, like little tips in Lafayette that we could look for and go, you know what, I'm going to avoid this because – I mean, I'll be honest with you. What you're asking is kind of what I'm trying to get better about defining within the group. Because what you're talking about is exactly the problem. It's you can't quite put your finger on it, but you know it when you see it. Yep. That's exactly it. Um, And that's what Fuji gets right. You were asking me why them, and, and that's what it is. It's the attention to detail. It's the quality. It's it's all those things that you can't quite put your finger on, but you know it when you see it. Yep. That's what I'm hoping to accomplish with the Culinary Excellence Award mm-hmm. and also just with conversation within the group. Because if you think about what what people are talking about, people if in the group we're talking about things that are good, if everybody's talking about it, if multiple people have been there and they're all talking about the same things, yep. you know that place has that it factor. Yeah. We might not be able to define just yet because, I don't know, I'll get with my mom. She's an English teacher. Maybe okay. she can give me some better <laughs> words. But uh, um, that it factor. Um, mm-hmm. I, Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I, I, I know, I know it's yet. a tough question for, for me – and I could be wrong about this, but how I'm greeted when I first walk in the door is yeah. a big indicator mm-hmm. of of what they're going to be like. How Absolutely. much do they care about the person walking in the front door? Mm-hmm. And if I'm ignored, probably don't want to be here. They, mm-hmm. You don't care enough about my business. Right. right. You know, different places do that in different ways too, though, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can go eat at Raw's Bistro in Youngsville and you'll get Alex as your waiter and he's going to sit there and ask you a couple questions and then he's going to give you suggestions. Hey, get this, don't get this. And you might say, I think I want this. And yep. he's going to tell you, no, you don't. Try this instead <laughs> and here's why. That's that thing. Yes. That's that thing. It's a, it's a hello, welcome but let me make this an extra special experience for you individually. Mm. Yeah. It's not just this blanket, hey, we got good food and we're laying out the carpet for you. Mm-hmm. It's we're going to make an effort to make sure you have a good experience, you, yep. you yourself. Um, it's, a, it's a personal thing. And we've got so many places here in town, so many restaurant owners that really do that. They go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Let's celebrate them. Let's support them. Let's keep them in business so they keep supporting us and giving us the good food yeah. and taking care of us the way we want to be taken care of. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, well, and I'm thinking about sometimes I walk into a restaurant and it's like a different setup. Like sometimes it's to make your own or you tell them how to make. And like it's just, it's confusing. You walk in the door. So if somebody's going to be there and say, hello, yeah. what can I help? Now I have somebody that I could feel I can trust and right. guide me through their process. Set some expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, final question. I just thought it was the top of my head. Can foodies also enjoy fast food? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Oh, one of my absolute favorite things in life is ballpark nachos. And mm. do not put real cheese on my ballpark nachos. <laughs> it has to be plastic fake cheese out of the machine, okay? Okay. 
it, it's not about a specific thing. It's really not. It's it's not this pretentious hoity-toity no, thing. It's we just gosh, enjoy food and flavors. Yes, good food. Love it for what it is. You know, it's if you're looking for a greasy burger, then by all means, you might want to go to a fast food place that's got a great greasy burger and yep. it's gonna taste great. Yep. That's a foodie experience. Anthony Bourdain had it figured out, y'all. You go to the furthest corner of the world. You go to the the tiniest little hole in the wall. You go barefoot. You go sit next to a stranger and share a beer. That's that's the experience. That's the good stuff. And you can have that anywhere. Yeah. That was really profound. It was. Yeah. It's about life, like enjoying life, waking up, huh? Foodies do it better. Yeah. <laughs> they do. I see that, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. And Jan, thank you for letting me ask some questions. Yeah, Jason, thank you. It. As always, for taping our show. And Heidi McDonald of Foodies of Lafayette, thank you for bringing your energy. I mean, you and Jason both, when I met you together and I've seen it, you just enjoy what you do, but it's really about the other person. It's not about you. Absolutely. So thank you for that, for bringing that to our community. It's a pleasure to share your story today. I want to thank our listeners also. This is, um, we talk about the numbers now. We don't have as many numbers as you, but we've done about 320 interviews over the past six plus years. And each week, I just think, gosh, there's so many cool people in our community. So we get to share your message. If you haven't gone to the website yet, please visit discoverlafayette.net where you can find all of our interviews, including Heidi's. And please subscribe to Discover Lafayette wherever you get your podcast. On behalf of the show, I'm Jan Swift. Thank you for joining us.